you can see these large footprints embedded into the carpet, creeping along the wall ninja style. She raised her arms up over her head and started to come towards me. Oh! And she had her mouth open like she was screaming. I hear my sister on the top bunk say, Ashley, you could see pieces of her hair being twirled in thin air. But now all of a sudden the green orb comes towards our truck and it shoots out over the mountains into outer space. It is gone. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. And I'm Rebecca Black. So coming up, we are going to talk about this creepy-ass video ah, of the little girl yeah! being under the bed. <laughs> oh, oh that is, that's just crazy. <laughs> it is. And I just, I, just before this, I went and got my hair cut. And my stylist, Kyle, was like, oh my God, that video you just posted, that was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yes, it is. So we're going to talk about that. We've got some crazy news about UFOs. That's all coming up. Yeah, and don't forget, hauntedaf.com. You can follow along with us there. Plus, we're on all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, even TikTok. Please check it out. Again, hauntedaf.com. we got to send out big love to Erica Diaz. She's our brand new patron at Yay. the Haunted AF Patreon page. Just go to patreon.com and search for Haunted AF for exclusive content. Let's just go ahead and jump into the stories. I got one I'm jazzed about. Hi, girls. Hope you are well. I'm not Texas is not an ice cube anymore. This was not going to be the story I told you, but as it just happened a few hours ago, I thought I shall tell you. So it's half past six in the morning. I have just got in from a night shift. We went to a house with an elderly lady in a very old terraced house, which is like the houses that are all attached. And most of them were built in like the late 1800s. She lived with her daughter, who was about 60s. Just those two in the house. Me and my crewmate were trying to make sure we had everything to take her to hospital. And we heard a knocking noise, not tapping like you see on those ghost videos, like an actual knock on the door coming from the, the front door, which was down near the hall. So I went to the front door, opened it, nobody there. Now, bear in mind, it was four o'clock, half four in the morning. It's minus one outside at the minute, so it's pretty cold. If there was going to be somebody there, I was expecting it to be like a neighbour, is she okay? But there was nobody there. The woman said, oh, the house just makes noises sometimes. We're trying to get everything back together again. We heard it again. Now, at this point, I was like, who else is in the house? There must be somebody else in the house. She said, there's nobody else in the house. I don't know what you're hearing. We can't hear anything. So we took her into the ambulance. My crewmate went back into the house and she heard it again. And my crewmate looked at this woman and said, you must have heard that. Now, the woman was looking at where the noise had come from. But she just turned around and looked at Beth and said, I can't hear anything, dear. I don't know what you're talking about. My crewmate blatantly just turned around to her and went, I think your house is haunted. Bitch, I stifled a laugh out because that'd freak a few people out. But this woman could hear it. Like, she was looking at the noise. But it was like she was trying to ignore it. Like, the acknowledgement was too much for her to think about. Thank you for being amazing and stay safe. Okay, that's from Alexandra, who is clearly a paramedic in Manchester. And yeah. <laughs> can you imagine, though, you call an ambulance and they show up and they're like, Bitch, your house is haunted. Like... <laughs> Do you not, I don't know if that's the answer you want. I know. And they're like, do you not hear what's going on? You're like, what? What's going on? 
But I feel like there's more first responders out there who have experiences. And that is one group that we really have not heard from. So Mm -hmm. if you're a first responder and you've had an experience, you just can't explain hauntedayofpodcast at gmail.com. So this next story comes from James and he says, I've been listening to your show for a while now and I'm a big fan. You said in the last podcast that your well was running dry and Miss Rebecca used her mom voice. Oh, Miss Rebecca. I know. So I felt compelled to write in, hey, at least you know the mom voice works, right? It works, yeah. (laughs) On adults too. The first occurrence was about 15 years ago. At the time, I was a teenager living with my parents and had just settled down for bed. So as I was sleeping, I stood awake after feeling a consistent pressure on my chest. It wasn't heavy, more like a slow, comforting rub. So I opened my eyes and I saw what appeared to be a woman sitting on the edge of my bed and leaning over me. Even stranger is that I could see the light of my cracked doorway through her body as if she was transparent. I began to pull myself out of the bed when she fell backwards into the darkness of my room, disappearing completely. A week or so later, my grandmother, who was in hospice, passed away. So a few years later, my aunt handcrafted a few decorative stuffed bears made from my grandmother's pajamas for all the grandchildren. Oh, that is so sweet. By the way, James still keeps that bear on his bed to this day. Now, my more recent experience was within the last year when I was turning in after work one day. As I was dozing off, for whatever reason, I reached out to hold the bear. I love that even adults need a stuffed animal from time to time. Uh, Once again, I was stirred awake from a soft pressure, this time on my head, like someone was gently brushing their fingers down the back of my head. I couldn't make out a visual this time because I fell asleep facing the mattress, but I didn't feel scared. In fact, I reached back to grab hold of whoever was touching me, but found no one. Never really thought that my two visitors could be connected until listening to your podcast. Mm -hmm. Specifically, the story's mentioning how people's spirits revisit people before they die. It would be a nice thought if it was my grandmother just checking in. That's my story. I hope you liked it and that it wasn't too long. You gals got good vibes. Keep up the good work, James. Oh, James. And James sent us a picture of the teddy bear. Yeah. It's so sweet. You know, I actually, after my mother passed away, my aunt made a baby blanket out of a bunch of my mom's favorite t-shirts for my daughter. Love I know. I'm like, why don't we do that more often? That's so fantastic. Okay. So this next story is actually courtesy of Lester Holt from NBC Nightly News, <laughs> which is <laughs> wild because they never do stories like this. My right? husband and I were watching TV last week and Lester Holt comes on like, oh, by the way, an American Airlines pilot. Just, Great impression, by the way. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, so we posted the story on our social media page, but <laughs> according to this article from Forbes.com, an American Airlines flight from Cincinnati to Phoenix reported a UFO over New Mexico. Now, a blogger named Steve Douglas just happened to be recording at that moment and he caught the audio and then he shared it on his blog. It's called Deep Black Horizon. So this is the audio. We just had something go right over the top of us that I hate to say this looked like a long cylindrical object. It almost looked like a cruise missile type of thing moving really fast. Okay, now Steve Douglas, after he got this, he actually posted an MP3 on his blog so everybody could download it. And sadly, that link has expired. So I got that from a YouTube page called Global News. I mean, that is the actual American Airlines pilot reporting what he saw at that moment. So the FAA even released a statement saying, quote, a pilot reported seeing an object over New Mexico shortly after noon local time, Sunday, February 21st of 2021. FAA air traffic controllers did not see any object in the area on their radar scope. So you want to hear it one more time? Yes, please. We just had something go right over the top of us that 
I hate to say this looked like a long cylindrical object. It almost looked like a cruise missile type of thing moving really fast. We're trying to get Steve Douglas. He is the host of this uh, oh. Deep Black Horizon blog. We're trying to get him on the podcast. In fact, he wrote back to me and he was like, hey, get in touch with me. And I haven't heard from him since. So I'm hoping that he didn't like listen to our podcast and think like, these, <laughs> <Say no. laughs> these chicks are idiots. I'm not going. So <laughs> but we'll see. Hopefully we will get in touch with him. Okay. So this next story comes from Savannah. Hello. So back when I was 10 or 11, I am convinced that we lived in a haunted house. We were renting this house and we could constantly hear in the evenings what sounded like a toddler running back and forth in the attic, just little footsteps running back and forth. Another thing that would regularly happen is my mom's boyfriend built model cars and he would leave out his paints and the model kits on the kitchen table and we would leave to go run an errand and we would come back and all of his supplies would be put away in his supply closet and we could not make sense of it. The scariest thing I suppose that would happen yet most validating was we had a cable guy come to set up cable for us and before this I would tell my mom, mom it sounds like there's a baby crying in the back room and we would go into the back room and then I couldn't hear it anymore. This happened I'd say every couple of weeks but this guy is setting up the cable for us and he says to my mom hey ma'am I think your baby is crying. And I just look at my mom and I'm like do you see I'm not crazy. So my mom tells the cable guy we don't have any babies in this house if he just gets the job done as quickly as he can and hightails it out the front door. Love the podcast. Thank you. Thank you Savannah and quick reminder guys maybe double check your audio before you send it to us because you can tell Savannah it sounds like she's hiding in a closet or something. <laughs> she might very well be. <laughs> yeah like whispering the story into her phone so make sure you like go out to your car go someplace where you could loud mm-hmm. and proud tell your story and just so we can hear it. Right and don't forget to send those stories to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com again hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. So we just posted this TikTok on Tuesday from at joshdean0222 and again if you like creepy videos look for mm-hmm. haunted TikTok videos on TikTok because they've got them. <laughs> this one's bonkers though. It appears to show a kid being pulled underneath the bed and it's absolutely terrifying. Okay first of all the music has started. And this little girl is like looking under the bed, like something, like she's playing with something under the bed. And then she starts crawling underneath and then she starts getting really upset. Yeah. Okay. When the mommy starts kicking in. Okay. The first couple of times I watched this video, I had to do it with the audio off because it was so upsetting listening to this little girl call for her mom. Um, I'm not sure what's worse, listening to the audio or like actually watching it because that sounded horrific and I've seen the video. Yeah, it sounds terrible because it is. Uh, She looks under the bed and then she starts crawling underneath there. And then again, her dad says she's being pulled under the bed. Her mom says, no, she's just crawling under the bed and then gets scared and starts calling for the mom. So yes. what do you think? Is she getting pulled or is... This is one that I like am legitimately baffled by because I watch it probably a hundred times today and I'm like, I don't know if she's being pulled or if she's crawling because it also has like this weird jerkiness to it. Mm-hmm. To me, it's too slow for a crawl, but I don't know. Well, there's, there's one part where her little legs just kind of go straight out and then she's still yeah. being dragged underneath. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Somebody, I don't like it at all. Somebody on <laughs> Instagram said, 
said, it looks like she's being gnawed on. I'm like, whoa, I didn't see no, that part. too yeah. far. So part of the reason that this Josh Dean guy has started recording is because there has been lots of activity in their house. Go to at Josh Dean 0222 on TikTok to see all of the videos that they're posting. We are trying to get him on the podcast. Anytime, though, that I reach out to someone and they don't respond, I'm like, oh, you're just staging this. <laughs> But this, like we assume the worst automatically right. like no you're a big faker on tiktok usually but this one it doesn't look fake to me the thing that stands out to me though and i've told this story on the podcast before about when my uh-huh. daughter was around the same age she was between two and three and we had her in a full-size bed mm-hmm. because they get to that point where they're crawling out of the crib every night and you're always worried about them breaking their neck so right like, i'm putting you in a full-size bed and one morning i went to find her she wasn't in her bed i couldn't find her anywhere and it turned mm-hmm. out she had fallen off the bed in the middle of the night and in her sleep I'm assuming pulled herself underneath the bed I will never totally understand how that happened and I didn't I didn't find her until I made another loop around the bed and saw a little tiny foot sticking out from underneath it that house was not haunted Uh, we were not plagued by monsters under the bed so I've always assumed that Lucy just rolled off the bed and in her sleep pulled herself underneath there my point being that this is not uncommon <laughs> I we hope. I don't know that there's something to that story that kind of freaks me out a little bit. Like if she fell off the bed, she didn't wake up. I, she's a really, really deep sleeper. Even she, as a baby, she was. Uh, yes, even as a baby, she has this thing. Okay. Like if she's taking a nap and you wake her up, she is a nightmare. Don't tell her I said that though. Uh, <laughs> she listens to the podcast, Julie. <laughs> I know, sorry. But she has always been a very heavy sleeper. So and it's possible then. Yeah, but this was also before we had our haunted American girl doll. So. Oh my God. <laughs> so nobody thought that Lucy's room was haunted. But if the, if this has happened to you, if you've had the situation of finding your kid under the bed as well, hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. So I'm glad that you mentioned all that because we also got this email from Shar and she says when my son was around 10 years old he became fascinated with scary movies but I'd only let him watch the old Abbott and Costello or Don Knotts movies so you know all safe for everyone right yeah yeah that goes to Mr. Chicken (laughs) exactly one afternoon he and his little sister six years old by the way were in his room supposedly watching a Disney movie while I cleaned the kitchen I noticed it had gotten awfully quiet and we all know when it's quiet then these kids are doing things they're not supposed to be mm-hmm. doing so she checked and caught them watching the movie The Leprechaun <laughs> Which I love that movie. I love Leprechaun 1, 2, and 3. So great choices there. <laughs> I thought of you as soon as I read that. I was like, oh, that's one of Rebecca's favorites. It's so good. Uh, so she goes on to say, I made them turn it off. And I said, they best not be too scared to sleep in their rooms that night. Because they were not sleeping with me. So bedtime comes and my son asked if I would check to be sure that there was nothing under his bed. I did, but as my head went under to look, I started screaming and kicking and then sliding like something was pulling me under. Yes! Amazing! Go this Sherry. is the best mom ever! <laughs> oh my god! Because <laughs> of course he cleared his bed in one leap and ran down the hall yelling for his dad. Needless to say, there were no more scary movies in our house for a while after that. Side note, he and his sister slept in sleeping bags in our room 
that night. Yeah. Oh, this is phenomenal. <laughs> Sherry even, she went on to say that like years later, when she finally started watching scary movies with her son, they watched Signs together. Oh, God. Yeah, and I guess they both worked in the family's restaurant and the next night, and of course the restaurant is right in front of a cornfield. So the oh next my night, God, she, no. she and her son were out in the back throwing no. out garbage. And she says that she <laughs> looks out into the cornfield and goes, what was that? And, and her son just like beats it back to their car, runs and jumps into their car. And she's like, he ran right past me. Like, forget trying to save mom. Right. Just leave her out there in the cold and alone. That's yes. great. Yes. Oh, she that's fantastic. Is it badass? Okay. So this next story, I have to apologize to this Sherry because she sent this one in like months ago and I was like, oh, I love this. I'm going to use it. And I totally forgot about it. Hey guys, this is Sherry. And I wanted to share with you my hat man apparition story. It's not really like the other ones, so it's really bizarre, and I still have no idea what exactly it was, but it freaked me out, and <laughs> I just thought you guys would be interested. So my husband had been sick, so I was on the couch, and I'm asleep. Next thing I know, I wake up, and there, standing right next to me, was a figure, but it wasn't like a shadow. It was in the shape of a person, but it was like somebody had taken an outline of a person wearing a hat and then made it glow neon red. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to describe how that was. So only thing I can think to compare that to is there's this one Bugs Bunny cartoon where they spoofed Dick Tracy. Well, they had a character in it called the Neon Noodle, and that's what it reminded me of. So there I am waking up. There's this Neon Noodle ghost guy. <laughs> with a hat grinning at me and I look to the side and I look back and he's still there so I ended up reaching my hand out and running it through him and then he just kind of dispersed <laughs> so I don't know if you're gonna use this or not but you guys I love your show thank you so much the non-noodle ghost story. Okay, look, seriously, if, if you go to YouTube and you search Daffy Duck Neon Noodle, it's this old-ass, like, 1939 Daffy Duck cartoon. Oh, my God. Yes, okay, okay I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post that in the companion blog. So, look, go to hauntedaf.com, look for episode six, season five in the blogs. I'm going to post the Neon Noodle so you can see what Sherry is talking about. But you know what this reminded me of? Okay, do you remember mm -hmm. Peter Dukes had a story that uh, the director that we yeah. talked to about mm -hmm. this color. It wasn't a shadow figure. It was like this color blob that he right. would see when he was a kid. But if you've had a neon noodle experience of your own, please let us know. <laughs> Hauntedayofpodcast at gmail.com. I did want to talk a little bit about the Slovenian home photo that we posted okay. last week because we've had a lot of really funny comments about it. Yeah. Um, one person said it looks like my Baba and a Baba and a what is it? babushka yeah said it was her grandmother or whatever that used to wear one of those right you did have a couple of people agree with your leprechaun comment yes um and then we had multiple people say it just looks like a person who's sitting there either very drunk or very bored yeah and yawning um could be i would need to see this person to, same because it looks mythical if you will it's a strange looking dude or woman yeah whatever it is yeah. maddie sorry no <laughs> consensus on the slovenian home photo would love to talk to your cousins would love sure. to be invited to one of these parties because that sounds fantastic they obviously had fun and we also need to address the ghost friend red we had the story about the grandma who had had this ghost friend her entire life and one of the big questions that kept coming up was how does grandpa feel about this ghost friend red who's hanging out all the time and stealing babies apparently <laughs> um apparently grandma and grandpa were divorced so oh that explains it okay 
Okay, Rebecca, I wrote to you last week and said, I'm mm-hmm. dying to share this story with you. I'm going to shut up and just play this. Okay, good. Hi, Julia and Rebecca. About 10 years ago, I was contacted out of the blue by a childhood friend that I hadn't seen in probably 25 years. And he's talking to me, asking questions about my dad, which I thought was kind of weird because you know how every neighborhood has that one grouchy, mean, ornery, get off my lawn type of dad? That's my dad. So for this guy to have remembered him from his childhood and want to know if he's still alive was kind of weird. So he asked me, you know, is your dad still living? And I said, yes. And he says his first name was Garfield, but he went by Gar, correct? I said, yes. He says, now, was he named after his father? And I said, yes. So he's like, okay, so your grandfather was Gar and he lived in and gave the name of the city and very accurately described my grandparents' house. And I thought, okay, now this is getting a little bit creepy. So I says to him, I says, what exactly do you need from me? He says, I'm leading an investigation with a paranormal group that has been called to help the family of a four-year-old boy whose imaginary friend has become a little too real for his parents' liking. He goes on to very, very accurately describe my deceased grandfather. Now, this little boy had told the paranormal investigators everything that he'd been seeing. He drew them pictures. He told stories that he had an imaginary friend named Gar. He worked someplace dirty because he came home wearing coveralls and would be covered in soot. And a lot of times he would go out to the woods and come home covered in blood from killing animals. And this, of course, was really upsetting to his parents. These stories that he was telling and the pictures that he was drawing. And the pictures would depict this tall, skinny man with a comically large nose and super tight, very bright red curly hair. So he's describing all of this to me. And I kid you not, I am covered in goosebumps because my grandfather... He wore coveralls every day of his life to his job working in a copper mine where he would come home every day covered in soot. And in his free time, his sort of side hustle was trapping animals because at that time, Sears Roebuck would pay you for the furs. So he would often come in the house covered in animal blood from tanning a hide. Talking to this friend of mine, and we basically came to the conclusion that my dead grandfather was haunting this little boy. I mean, right down to the pictures he drew of the coveralls and the tight curly red hair was just too accurate. There was no way anyone would have known these facts about my family. So yeah, um, apparently my grandfather came back from the dead to harass a toddler. And when my childhood friend asked me about it, I said, well, you know what? I would just tell the family to move because you know what a jerk my dad is. And I'm sure that his dad's ghost isn't too far off. So they probably need to list that place. Love your podcast. Have a great day. Thank you. Okay. Oh, my God. First of all, I was hiding behind my own hair during her telling of that. (laughs) Like, somehow that's going to save me. (laughs) Amanda. That is so good. 
Yeah. I know. Like, I want everything. I want to see the pictures this little boy drew. I want I to see. Same. I want all the drawings. Yes. I want pictures of Grandpa Gar. I want all of this. <gasps> oh, I want to see the pictures of the coveralls with the blood on them. Oh, yes. My oh, my gosh. This is so good. And right up a freaking horror movie. Can you imagine the size of the brick you would shit if your kid started drawing pictures of a no. bloody dude Kidding. in coveralls? Oh. And as a toddler, a toddler, toddlers don't just create that kind of stuff out of thin air. They have to actually see that stuff first, right? Yeah. Yes. Unless that kid's watching horror movies, I don't buy it. Yeah. Holy crap. I, I don't think so. <sighs> and they, they said he's four years old. What if? What if there's no such thing as an imaginary friend and all this time kids are just talking to their ghosts? I buy that. I totally buy that because they're not, see- he's not seeing that shit on like Rory the racing car or whatever the kids watch these days. <laughs> Wait, did you just make that up? <laughs> no, my nephew used to watch it. It has an accent. <laughs> Our English UK fans will probably know Rory the racing car. Oh, no. Well, we are going to try to get in touch with this paranormal group. I haven't had a yes. chance to really do anything with this yet. But oh. Hopefully we can get more details. Amanda, thank you so much for that story. That's just oh, that was good. absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> and don't forget, please send us all of your ghost stories. We need them. We like them written, recorded. Give us audio. Give us video. If you want to do it in an English accent, we welcome that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, that wait, wait, wait. Preferably <laughs> if you actually have an English accent. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not opposed. If anybody wants to fake it and it's really good, I'm okay with that. <laughs> we like all accents, honestly. Yeah, so send those stories to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Again, haunted at gmail.com. Okay, coming up next week, there is this awesome story out of Russia about the Dyatlov Pass. If you're into paranormal shit at all, you know this story. We haven't had a chance to address it yet. It's about these missing hikers mm-hmm. from 1959 and uh, Dark Histories has done a really great episode about it. Astonishing Legends has done multiple episodes about it. So we'll post links to all of that. I'm going to do a whole page about it on our Patreon page. Um, but there are new discoveries about the Dyatlov Pass, and we need to discuss whether or not do we think that this whole case has been solved. Hmm. And we have more stories about a haunted daycare, but this time we actually have video. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all coming up on the next Haunted AF. And don't forget to subscribe to Haunted AF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website hauntedaf.com. Gotta say thanks to Andrew Mamalika and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters. Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca. 